What's happening? What up? What up? What up? What's going on, Pastor Jeff? How you feeling? Man, I'm I'm sleep uh, hosting tonight. <laughs> Listen, sleep host I'm away, sleep my hosting, friend. My brother, sleep host away, man. You've yes, you, you've earned it, man. What is happening on a Saturday night? Nobody's watching because the Grammys are on. It's Sunday though. It's Sunday night. Okay, it's Sunday night. <laughs> you sleep too. Nobody's watching because the Grammys are on. But truth be told, we all know. All you're going to do is get up online and post about how demonic the Grammys are. Right. If somebody was dancing in some fire or, you know, some there was, a, there was a gay kiss or something. So Saints, Illuminati, <laughs> making Illuminati symbols in the middle of performances. So just spare yourself and your friends and family the pain, the rhetoric, yeah, the arguments, the debates, the, the, the holy oil. And just <laughs> just invite them to Sunday night service. Come on down. Come on down. To come service. on. Come on down to service. I, I hope everyone had a room. great Sunday. Uh, we hope you can hear us. We got you got some fancy new mics. Thanks, Big Mike. Fancy new mics from Big Mike. Big Mike already know how you do. Yeah, they fell off why, the back of a truck. That's why y'all need to get him as a producer. Yeah. They, yeah. But you got to pay us a royalty, though, if he gets any gigs <laughs> out of us. <laughs> Uh, but man, what is happening? What's going on, Sarah? Good to see you, Charlene, Lady Dela Cruz, Rashad. Yes, sir. It, it's a great night. Oh, before we get into what's happening, we we do have some shirts from last week. I know we got uh, one of the sisters that want a shirt. I don't know if the other one. We got to check those comments. So okay. you never okay. know. If you watch us, you might get a free religiously incorrect shirt. So that's why you should tune in, like, share, tag, blot out. You want that? You want you know this. You, want, you don't want to walk you know around with our this. faces on. I mean, you're not getting the hoodie. You're getting the shirt. The halter. <laughs> it's in the halter. The halter. Even if you're a man. We should still. <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> happening, Pastor Jeff? What's happening, What's man? going on at, in the world? Well, I mean, there's so much going on in the world, but I just want to start off with something light, man. Because, let's, you know, I was, I was at the grocery store today. I had to go to the grocery store, you know, get my kids stuff for lunch and I'm just looking around and I'm like you know it's it's amazing to me that in you know a couple months time there was more without mask in the store than there were with masks we are maskless we are maskless now we we have we have literally like dropped the mask forgot what are your take on masks now it seems like the only place that has them is churches and airports you're absolutely right what are your take on that that those are the only two places uh, I guess hospitals, but that's a given. Yeah, that's a given. You Medical gotcha. facilities are a given. Let's just be clear here. Masks are over. <laughs> it's over. Mass, masks are over. <laughs> Shutdowns are over. Mm-hmm. Shutdowns definitely over. Social distancing is basically over. Like I'm noticing the same way you are, not just that there are, are almost, almost no one wearing a mask anymore, but... There are no more. I'm not seeing stickers on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I'm not seeing signs up. I'm not seeing it. it, That's another discussion. All the stuff, the industries that developed out of COVID, including, come on, we all been to church and seen the mic covers. Yep. Yep. I mean, there's so much. (laughs) I don't know. Vaccine clinics got like one person coming to it. (laughs) And we had seven, Doc. We had seven at our COVID vaccine clinic. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want it, you're not going to get it. Which is, I mean, and I mean that by with respect, like you can just keep trying to shove it down people's throat. But unless a doctor recommends it, uh, it's not going to happen. What's happening, Dave? Dave so, Johnson, my man. I'm done. I mean, I'm not being so, funny. I am done. Are you done with mass or are you done with the, 
the vaccine? Are you going to get the next? What is it? The called? next booster? booster okay, yeah. I'll, I have both shots and a booster. Uh-huh, me too. And if I get COVID, then COVID wins. <laughs> That's just the way. If hey, it's like you know how you watch coaches give a post game interview, and they're like, "Man, we wanted it bad, but they wanted it more. They wanted it more. That's <laughs> how COVID. The vaccine tried, but COVID wanted it more. I mean." We know it's going to be around. The, the bargain here is that enough people have been vaccinated and that the vaccine is going to have its effect in enough of us. It's going to end up being something that we probably have. Don't know we have. But the spread situation that we first had two years ago is not going to mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all going to just have to cope with it. Like right. this is life. I, I barely wear a mask at all. I'm about to say something. Our church <laughs> Almost ex- everybody wears a mask to church. There was one individual who doesn't even go to our church, but sometimes comes through our church who gives a big fuss about it. But between the temperature checks, which at this point are slightly unnecessary, right? Uh, and the mask, everyone wears them, and we haven't made a decision yet about not wearing masks, but I'm over wearing masks. I had to do something for action yesterday, and I went to a church in Youngstown, and it said, you know, you must be vaccinated to come in this church. And if you, but, but when you come in, masks are optional. I mean, first of all, I don't think nobody's checking uh, your registration papers if you come in. So you can literally lie. Remember when they were acting like, acting like that was a Nazi thing? Like, right. Like they're going <laughs> to check your registration like you're going to internment camps. But yeah, it's, and it's not just inconsistent. Now you have places that still have signs up that they're not enforcing. Mm-hmm. And, I'm never on the side of people who have caused chaos when the signs were up and the people had to enforce it, the waitresses, the cashiers, whatever. But knowing that we went through all of that, if you're not going to enforce it, take the stuff down. Take it down. Take it down. Take it down. You know, because then, you know, then I do put one on because, you know, I'll go to the store and I'll see masks strictly enforced. I go back to my car, get my mask, go back in the store and everybody else in there ain't got it. Now I'm mad because I don't walk back to the back to the car. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I'm not wearing them too much and and almost at all. You know, I only have and now because I'm not wearing them as much now when I do need one, I have to scramble for one and make sure I have one in my in my glove box. Right, right. Or or in my. uh you know, pocket, like my jacket. I try to keep one in my jacket pocket or something. But what do you guys think? Before we move on, we got a couple minutes before we get to our subject. It's a free-for-all tonight. Are you still masking up? Yes or no? Do you get upset when other people don't mask up around Is you? Is anybody churches? Oh, has we are. anybody church? No, has anybody oh, church let said, it go? Let, let it go. Church. I've seen some optional. I've seen some major churches. I don't want to call them by name. to put. Well, I, don't, I guess it doesn't matter. But I've seen some churches that were bigger churches. Black churches, which, of course, were usually the most cautious, right, absolutely. saying masks are optional now. Wow. And we might be teetering on that. Uh, Charlene said it, it, it has become a self-assessment since the shots. Now you can find out on your own. <laughs> Wait, move the thing real quick. Uh, move, the, move the thing down. The, the, the cursor. There you go. If you have the virus, there, uh, that's hilarious. You can find it on your own if you have the virus. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it's going to go. And honestly, I don't even, because you're not going to find out because nobody's getting tested anymore. They're giving away tests. You can call Nobody them. wants them. You get the home tests. Okay, that's going to be the next big scandal. Warehouse is full of tests that nobody wants, that nobody wanted. The Biden administration is going to, it was all too late. 
Yeah, it really was. It really was. It really was it, way it, too it, late. It, it, it was, we needed to tell us about a year ago. Oh, man. Yeah, it was all too late. So now they're like five tests per household and all this other stuff. Now they have like, okay, so they have a COVID vaccine. Now they have a COVID pill. Uh, I think they have like COVID drops or something now. What? <laughs> That's like a nasal. Oh, it's like a nasal thing. <laughs> Pretty soon they're going to have like COVID inhalers. Uh, it's gonna be COVID everything. COVID T-shirts that say COVID free, <laughs> COVID, COVID chewable. <laughs> you can go up to the weed store on Market Street. COVID CBD, <laughs> COVID weed, Flintstones, Flintstones COVID, COVID brownies, <laughs> COVID vitamins, crack COVID. <laughs> All right. This one too far. The show is over, man. <laughs> Jeff, Pastor Jeff, you heard it here, folks. Over here slagging that COVID dope. Uh, what, 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 did, uh, what did they say? Like this, this weed was laced with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and you kids better watch out. You college kids better watch out. Hey, this ain't, this ain't hey. what they say. This ain't grandma's weed. Hey, for Halloween, you're going to get about two recent cups of some COVID. <laughs> like, I hate it because people are still dying. People are suffering, but it is just everything, Jeff. Okay, this is where we get uh, not serious, serious. Whenever something gets familiar to us, it becomes funny. Yeah, that's true. No matter how traumatic, no matter how serious it was, once it becomes familiar, the same thing that had us literally having crying visuals and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. And maybe it's a coping mechanism for... And and, and we we want to say... You know, Jeff. as religiously incorrect. No, we are Jeff. not true. No, Jeff. <laughs> because no, because there is a lot of people who have died. There is a lot of people who have died. Jeff, Jeff just talked about COVID victims and, and addicts at the same time. <laughs> I want y'all to know that. Jeff, Jeff just insulted COVID victims and, no, I, and drug I addicts. Just, I have not insulted any COVID victims. Did you not just say crack COVID? But I wasn't. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> We're losing we, we we're losing viewers already. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the story with COVID. And and I'm I'm overmasked, but because of my love and respect for elderly, elderly people, yes. vulnerable pe- yes. vulnerable people, individuals, low immune systems, that's what's going to keep it going in our churches and space like that. Even if it feels like it's more for for show, and I don't mean that in the that's, that's way. That's really what it is. Yeah. But but it still is showing respect. It is. If it for is. anything else. And I think at a certain point we're going to reach some limits. What I don't want to do is have any church cuz now it's the churches and the airlines basically. But that becomes optional and that brings the battleground back. Yeah. Yeah. Because somebody will say, "Yeah, it's optional, but if you really love me, you wouldn't take the mask off." Yeah. And then someone will feel challenged by that. That's what I worry about. And that might be one of the main things that we haven't moved away from it yet is because even though it might feel like showing. So the question then becomes, okay, how much do I have to show respect over something that is uncomfortable to me? And I don't feel like I need. So, yeah. so, so quick question. Real, yeah. real quick, and I know how we, yeah. time we got we real matter. quick question. It's just us. Um, <laughs> do you, do you now, do we now go back to church hugs? Because that's something oh, I we have. lost. I, I hug people now. Okay. 
I still, I, I still try not to. I, matter of fact, we had the right hand of fellowship today, and I just told him to walk past the person. No, nah, it's, it's shake hands, man. I, I, I mean, just, I, I still want to. I, I don't say give me some love anymore. Now, I've seen a lot of people who who did. They still shook hands or they bumped hands, and some people done the elbow thing. But I mean, just I, I'm not hugging. No, them. when I hug people, I don't say come give me some love. I say come get this COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I wrap my hands around. <laughs> come get this. Come get this. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors religiously. Oh, wait, we're not sponsor time yet. My bad. Uh, I forgot what time it was. What time is it, Jeff? Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Welcome to religiously incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Thank you. Send us your memes of the week. These are all jokes. We are just playing. This is our meme of the week. When you finish preaching <laughs> and the pastor does a 15 minute recap of what you just said. Todd Johnson. Todd Johnson. Todd Johnson. I will, I will add a whole three more points to it. I don't care. No, that is true. You can't preach at someone else's church or be like the associate minister and speak and it and 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 that is also by the way though that's how you know you actually preach something absolutely because if you didn't preach anything we're not going to say anything about or you know what it could it could be and i've had to do it sometimes it could be um gotta clean up yeah you gotta clean up what yeah. somebody said yeah. you, 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 in, you a try gra- in a gracious love, yeah, way, in a gracious way, gracious you way. Know, yeah. So a lot of times we have to do that. We're so. like Jacob didn't have a coat of many colors. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph did, you know, it was Joseph that had a coat of many colors. Uh, yeah, it, it, it happens. <laughs> that was a wonderful sermon. I, I just like to add this I to, like it. to add to it. <laughs> I want to add, I want to, can I, can I piggyback on what he said? I want to <laughs> just bring in the tail end on this, you know, <laughs> And we will go yeah, and get will. happy. Get happy. And, get happy. and the good church want to hear us anyway. So Right, right. We, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Re-preaching the sermon is a real thing. And and, and, it, and and Pastor Jeff, it's one of those things that when you're coming up as a minister or even a young pastor in the church and you see other people do it, you say, I'm not going to do that. Right. And then you end up doing it. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's, it comes with the territory. There should be a class. That should be a part of seminary. <laughs> Repreaching one hundred and one. Re, you know, re, piggybacking two hundred and three. All right. Now we're talking about our sponsors. Phillips Care Family of Businesses. You already know what time it is. Get ready for spring cleaning. Check them out. Residential, commercial. Call my man Fernando at three three zero two one nine seven nine one six. You got. The leaves and logs and stuff into your yard and and you have things that need to be cleaned up. I got some siding and some issues that need to be fixed in my home. I'm calling Phillips Care and I want them to take care of my carpets that have been tracked through. Look them up on Facebook, Phillips Care LLC. And while you're at it, you know that yard needs done. You're not going to do it. Let them do it. They've been in business for 10 years, Pastor Jeff. Yes. Uh, Trumbull Mahoning, surrounding areas, weekly, bi-weekly, mowing, edging, trimming, lawn mowing, uh, Call Phillips Care LLC at 330-219-7916. Look them up on Facebook and tell them Religiously Incorrect sent you. Fernando, you you, you are on now. I just put, put that picture back up, Mike. Put it back put up. Put that picture back up. Because that house is not worn. Yeah, that, <laughs> that house ain't worn. That no. house is nowhere near worn. <laughs> that lawnmower ain't worn either. 
You can't buy that lawnmower at Lowe's. That is not a Warren Howell. That is not a Warren Howell. Portland House. I need you to stop with the false advertising. <laughs> Fernando, you need to go to Fourth Street and take a picture of you uh, getting chased by pit bulls while you try to cut the grass. <laughs> Check out Phillips Care. They, they've been they've been real. They've been real with us, man. Yes, they have. Uh, Jeff, what is everybody talking about this week? No, no let, first, let's set the stage. Yeah, let's set the stage. We're gonna we're gonna. Last week, after the show was over, I said, "Y'all, let's grab some wings <laughs> and go chop it up." We literally went and went somewhere and just sat down. A couple games were on the TV, mm-hmm. and. At the exact same time when we left this uh, studio and went to grab something to eat, our phones blew up at the same time. We all try to listen, look, look, find, find out, out what's, what's happening. We thought it was a joke or a skit. What happened, Pastor Jeff? What, what, what happened? It was a slap heard across around the world. A slap heard across the world. Now, listen, I'm going to be very transparent. I'm this is the last time I'm talking about this. I'm through. No, it's not. It, it is. I'm, I'm through with it. I'm tired of it. But I think for the world's sake, for the they, world's need to sake. Know they need to know what, what we Pastor Todd and I have to say about this thing. Nobody else's opinion really they, matters. You, you need to know what we think. I mean, if you knew the people who are tuning in right now. To direct their steps. I'm sure the Oscars committee is watching right oh, now. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Jada and Will are at the red table, mm-hmm. you know, watching. Chris is in reconstructive <laughs> surgery right now. His brother mad in a month. Tony Rock. <laughs> Tony, Tony Rock is, is watching us from, uh, from the public Tupac housing. On. He got from, Tupac from on. the public housing he lives in. <laughs> <laughs> so we know the story at this point. Chris told a joke about Jada. And at that moment, Will Smith walks up and slaps Chris and says some words, keep my wife's name out your blankety blank mouth twice. What people thought was a skit or a stunt apparently is is real as far as we know as of seven days. And I feel like if it was a stunt, somebody would have leaked it by now. Absolutely. absolutely. Somebody would have leaked it, it, it within about it, 36, 48 it's hours. Too much, too much went on for it to be. A so I guess. Maybe we need to frame the conversation a little bit. Uh, do is it really worth it to break down what people think they thought they saw? Like Will laughed first, and then he looked. Do we is that worth talking about? And what do you think about that whole thing? I mean, it has to be worth talking about. Um, you know, because there, there, there's so many. First of all, none of us really know. None of us really know what was said between Jada, between the laugh, and and the slap. Because he did start off laughing. Oh, but I don't think anything was said. I think it was just a look. I don't, I don't, I don't, because it cut away. So I don't. Because Somebody when it came would have back, said, though. Somebody would have said they leaned over and they, they appear to have said. I just feel like it's been dissected so much that if anything was verbally said, even if they didn't hear. But when it, it came back, she was gone. She wasn't gone. She, I thought she was gone. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Maybe I missed. No, that. she was there. She they never left. Okay. She she was there when he went up there and smacked. Yes. Her. Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't see. All I saw was the other girl. The look. The Lupita. The Lupita. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I have a different take. A lot of people say Will laughed first, saw the hurt on Jada's face, right, and then he got angry, and that so that he was he was laughing at first, and then went into this got to take up for my hurt woman mode because I realized 
da 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 da. I have a different take on this. Okay, what's the take? What's your take? That take is, I think the laugh might have been that, or you gonna go there laugh, like you about to make me do something because you know people do two things when they're about to fight. Mm-hmm. They laugh or they cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they get into that. And I think his first reaction was because there were rumors that he had known or had asked or whatever, or that he might have been bracing for another joke because they knew that. I don't think he knew what kind of joke was going to be well, told, but well, I think see, they knew they were going to be joked about. Now, see, that here's 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 what because from what I've heard, from what I've heard, Chris Rock said that I told this exact joke in rehearsal which Will had to be at rehearsal because he was part of it. So if he told that joke, now, now please get, don't get me wrong. I'm on the side of Will Smith. I'm just going to say it. I'm on Will Smith's side. Jeff is team Will. I'm team Will. Matter of fact, I really went out to buy a shirt that had Will team Smith Will. on it today because I, I, I mean, the dude is just my dude. But I, if he did hear this joke previously, if he heard the pr- joke previously, and the re- you do know that all these things are rehearsed. Every one of these Oscars, all these shows are that rehearsed. Is true. They go over everything, all the dances. They everybody has seen the dances already. We just we just get to we watch it. So if he said that in rehearsal and Will didn't do anything then. Maybe a request was put in for him to not to tell the joke. He could it could have been. Because I feel, and we'll get to this later, I feel a lot of the after. We asked Will to leave. Da, da, da. I feel like there's a lot. It's almost like when the police show up and ask five people what happened. I think you're starting to hear different stories and stories being cleaned up. Right. And so I think that's going to continue. Chris didn't walk, want Will real arrested. Chris wanted to leave right away. Will, you know, all this different stuff. At first, it was nobody checked on Chris. Then it was people did check on Chris. So maybe somewhere in there, it was communicated that or maybe he thought, hey, that's just a rehearsal joke. He's not going to say that live. Maybe there was an idea that that wasn't going to come because everything that is said in rehearsal doesn't make it live. Right. Yes. So, so maybe that was it. Let's see. My whole thing about the rehearsal. Why would the audience be there during the rehearsal? They are. A lot uh, of them are. The, uh, some are the stars, the some of them, they have to. Uh, they have to know their cues. They, they got to be there anyway to yeah. know their cues and all, all right. this other stuff. OK. So. Uh, I believe, and and and, and I want to talk about Marlon just talked about the entanglement situation, but let me go back to just the grant. I mean, just the uh, Oscar part. Then we'll talk about that. Okay. This is not the first time Chris has gone hard at Will right. and Jada, right? Including prior to entanglement, and I do think that the joke he made, in some ways, wasn't necessarily worse. It was different, but it was a- equally piercing. Because the joke he made towards them back in 2016 was that Jada, you know, and, and they, they were boycotting the Oscars during the Oscars so white because nobody was being nominated who was black. And Chris got up and made a joke about that's like me boycotting Kim right. Kardashian's panties or something. Basically, I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited. Right. So mm-hmm. he's like ragging on their career, ragging on their, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know, so. I don't think that the joke was a good joke to be told. And it makes me laugh that people are trying to kind of pass off the joke or jokes or jokes or jokes. Why is it that we live in a super sensitive society until we decide a joke's a joke? 
Think of all the things that were jokes five years ago or 10 years ago you can't joke about now. Not joke about And, and I know that people say, well, alopecia isn't even that serious or she's laughed at alopecia jokes before. That's like a gay person who laughs at a joke and later on says, but you can't joke. That's like the N-word. The N-word. We might say it towards each other. But if you say it in the wrong context or the wrong place or the wrong way, you know, it could be an issue. So we got different comments. But I want to go back to the pent up thing. Uh, To the what? The, 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 the pent up thing Marlon was saying okay. it was pent up. They have been under a lot and Will has been under a lot. And a lot of people are talking about Will, you know, ruining his image. Will, you know, I- I'm disappointed. I'm through with Will Smith. First of all, he is a man. And people talk a lot about this entanglement thing. And I think we need to talk about that part. Well, we have to talk about it because let's let's just let's just state the obvious. They've talked about it themselves. They have went on air. Public talked about it. He talked about it in his book. They were separated. Yes. They were separated. But by the time they got to talking about it, they were together again. Right. But I, and I understand and that. They but they chose I'm, to share it. But I'm just saying what, what they're saying is he should have beat up. All whatever this Alcina. Uh, 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 you can't. That's not they the were same together. Thing. Yeah, and and it's not even together, the same right? thing. So and, and, stop I, and, and I appreciate you saying that. Comparing someone disrespecting your wife and saying that a person and it is disrespect of a marriage or whatever you want to call it, right. even if with the separation. But obviously. There's talk about open marriage. Right. There's talk about her, like you said, the separation, her being with the person. And we all know that you probably would even bug, bug out even more if you were fighting over a woman like that. In the same way that we joke about fighting over a man and fighting over a woman. To me, those are not the same thing. An entanglement and all that is a choice situation. Now, if somebody ran up on his girl right. while they were good and married, grabbing on her butt, da 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 yeah, a slap, a punch needs to occur. Yada, yada, yada. In a hurry. So, so, but you're talking Twice. about a, a, a choice. And then to me, I get tired of those false equivalencies. Those, you know, well, this guy's running around and he ain't got slapped yet. And Chris Rock got slapped. And by the way, perhaps their marriage got stronger. They became more in tune with each other. Will decided he was going to man up. I mean, after somebody got on Facebook talking about he wasn't the man I wanted him to be, now he's going to try to be a gorilla. Right, yeah. right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Try to be a gorilla. So I, I agree with you. The, the entanglement is a pent up situation. They've been getting it all year. He made the choice to share his life, to be human. And he became the butt of jokes. And so honestly, people were actively ruining his image before this ever happened. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And enjoying it. And I, and I think from what I hear, from what I hear. Is he got some a, sources, man. A, he knows some people. A lot of them. I mean, no, I'm just saying, we're talking about what I hear on Facebook, because I mean, as I'm reading the comments, a lot of they're saying it was unscripted. The producer said, well, maybe it was. But what I'm what I what I seem what I seem to hear more than anything else is that people seem to like they dislike Jada. They think she has been respect disrespectful yeah, yeah, to her husband. Yeah, they yeah. think she's, you know, she's manipulating the, him. She's, manipulating she's putting him in his position. Wrong. She put and, him in and his I'm, position. I'm just like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they've been married for all this time. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm there's a lot of difficult, different people in this world. And people, people, people and love differently. People's marriages are thank different. You. People have different Stop, opinions on their marriage and Le- how they run their marriage, how they run their household. You know what I mean? They just happen to be in front of people. And I don't always think it is wise for people to share their lives. But I think a part of these stars doing it when people say, well, why would they get on there? I bet a million dollars that I do not have that they decided to get ahead of a story 
and do what everybody else does, which is basically capitalize on the story because somebody else was going to make money and get all the attention off of that story. Right. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, that comes with fame and it's that that particular type of fame. And I'm seeing it more and more when people have problems, they choose to address it the way they desire to address it because it's going to be used anyway. It's going to be a tabloid. It's going to be somebody selling photos to a, uh, you know, a newspaper or something. So that does come with their status. Uh, And and I I agree with you, what you said about piling on Jada. And I'll be honest, I don't believe in piling on anybody, not Jada, not Will, not Chris. I can say I didn't like that joke Chris told. And I do have a belief because I am a comedian connoisseur. You know, I love stand up comedians and, then the comedians were talking about the First Amendment joke. It's just a joke. You should be able to joke about what you want. People will attack you. Listen, I know for a fact that this is not the first time a comedian has been approached about their jokes. This is the first time it's happened on a platform like that. Comedians know their limits too. And sometimes that limit comes from the respect you have for a person. And Chris showed Will, I don't have respect for you. And a lot of people said, well, Will's not showing the love of a black man to another black man. You're not doing this. Why didn't Chris show the love of a black man by laying off of Will and Jada when he knows that the whole world was already going to joke about them? Why? So, so when you talk about black violence against each other and, and putting each other down or putting each other. I feel like it's Chris, a it's a two way street. Yeah. And he could have left them alone. Let Will have his day and his moment without any jokes, because let's say Will didn't do anything and there were just moans and groans. His award would have still been overshadowed. He still would have had to respond to the joke in some way or another because it was a tasteless That's true. joke. That's true. Period. And, and let, let's talk about the jokes. Let's run jokes. Read uh, Lady Charlene's uh, comment and tell me what you think about it, Pastor Jeff. Will Smith made a joke about a bald headed man in the 80s at the Arsenio Hall. I can't see it. At the Arsenio Hall show, the crowd boo and he shouted out to the audience, It's just a joke. Yeah. I saw that clip. He, what do you think about that? Now, it was in the, it was in early 90s, late 80s. What do you think about that? I mean, I am, I'm so torn on this because honestly, I know whatever it, it doesn't matter whether it's COVID, whether it was, you know, Kevin Hart when he, you know, had his, you know, infidelity, whatever is going on, that's going to be the joke. That is going to be the joke. No, but she's talking about. He, I, I know, he, I know yeah. that. But I, what, okay. I, what I'm what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that there are there are. And I'm responding to you first yeah. because what happens is it's always the, that's the joke. But I think there's some places and some spaces that we just shouldn't joke about. And I, I, I mean, I don't even. I think the whole if you're going to talk about the infidelity because they already talked about it, I don't even think Will would have went up there about that. But I think we, when it talks about a person's health. And I don't know how serious alopecia is. So I heard somebody. Tatum was saying it, it is, it is serious. It, I, I don't. I, and, I have family and members I know that I, have I've heard a it. lot of people talk about Jada has always had short hair. And she has. Right. You know, you got the other girl who some, a lot of these girls are going bald, period. But, it, you know, I just think, you know, some jokes have just went too far. Now, as far as what Will Smith, I didn't see that joke. So I, I really don't. I don't know. Yeah, he told it on the arson. Okay, so. My rebuttal to Lady Dela Cruz is if Will Smith is telling a joke about a bald headed person on the Arsenio Hall show in the 80s, then Will Smith couldn't have been but 20 years old. And you would expect that type of joke from a person that immature. And you would expect it in a time where there was a lot more no holds barred. And he and Chris Rock are darn near 50 or 
more now. And so I just, I just feel that comparing a young man to an old man, you know, I get that he told the jokes. People might think it's coming back around, but I would chalk that up to his youth when I'm sure if he could go back at this age, even before this happened, he would not be telling that joke again in a public way. He was probably young, didn't know how to manage himself very well. I'm sure his publicist at a young age told him, yo, you know, I'm from the Arsenio Hall show. So I now, was like it was this was this was this just somebody in the audience? It was one of the band members oh, from band Arsenio's. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was show. I was watching. I don't we talking woof, woof, woof. I mean, yeah, how long ago? Was right. That? I mean, I was watching a rerun of Deaf Comedy the other day where Martin Lawrence was on. And Martin Lawrence, somebody was there. I don't even know who it was. It was he was a popular guy. Yes, like, I saw popular. it. I saw and it. it was, I guess he was dating MC Light. And he said, yeah, <laughs> he said, I was he said, her. MC Light is all this, all that. She, you know, she, he talked about her and he got, a, he got her name test. And he said, and I slept with her. And the guy got up, walked out, and everybody laughed. You know, for me, you know, I'm ready to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, my, you, you just, I don't care if you did sleep with my girl. You ain't about to tell the whole world you done that on, 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 on you know, in, in the middle. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I agree. Know. I mean, I, I, I do. I, I do feel like as a husband, you know, and my wife said, my wife said, you would not have got up and went up there and slapped him. And I probably wouldn't have. But I definitely show enough would I had to talk with him afterwards. I agree. I show enough would I had to talk with him afterwards, especially if my wife is hurt. And y'all know I like to fight anyway. So yeah, listen, listen to yo. <laughs> Southside, Doc. I, I want to hit Marla's first uh, about the joke wasn't bad. Uh, Marla Mitchell says the joke wasn't bad. G.I. Jane wasn't a prostitute. She was a hero. So I heard this uh, a lot on comments. The joke wasn't bad. G.I. Jane wasn't a prostitute. She was a hero. It was not worthy of a slap. Let me hit the first part about G.I. Jane wasn't a prostitute. It's not a bad. Some people said he was comparing her to someone good. Uh, you passed it up. It's down. Under Tatum's comment about alopecia. Up. I don't know how you're missing it. Up. One more. One more. Marla Mitchell. I'm sorry. Marla. Rich. I'm, I'm sorry. Marla. Uh, here's what I'll say about that. The joke was obviously not about the character G.I. Jane. It was about Jada being bald headed. Right, right, That's what right, it was about. Right, right, right. And nobody's taking that much time to think about, oh, G.I. Jane's a hero. And, 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 and she's saying, I can't wait to see Jada being a hero. And that's what Chris is saying. I don't think anybody thought that in the moment. I think that's becoming. Here's another thing. If, 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 first of all, if it was about G.I. Jane being a hero, it wouldn't have been a joke. That's not a joke. That's not funny. I was watching. Exactly. It's not a joke. Right. And, and, and there were some people, honestly, and a lot of older people were like they thought G.I. Jane 2 was a real movie and Jada was going to be in it. Like right. there were people mm -hmm. who, who literally didn't know that that he was making up a joke. Then there was another meme that was out about where well, the real joke is uh, that the person from G.I. Jane cheated on somebody and blah, 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 blah. So there's a cheating joke in there somewhere too, which here's what happens. We start adding a bunch of context that didn't exist in the right. moment. Right. We start finding, uh, you know, cons basically conspiracy theories with stuff that could not have possibly gone through somebody's mind in the milliseconds it took them to decide to jump up there and slap somebody. Now, was it worthy of a slap? Here's what I'll say. On the Oscars, most of us could agree that kind of thing shouldn't happen. But do people get slapped all the time for disrespecting individuals? Man. Do people get slapped? All okay, here's what I'm going to say. And, and I, maybe this is a shift in the conversation. That maybe this needs to be a shift. And I do want to hit, uh, I do want to hit uh, Pastor Bowie's question. Uh, 
matter of fact, let's take Pastor Bowie's question first. The question becomes, do comedians have joke sovereignty? You just slide. There you go. Is everything open for a joke within their profession? I think the answer is now. No. Not now. Not we can't. Thank you. Thank you, Big Mike. Not with cancel not culture. With cancel culture. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. How many? You, you, you could say it. Get online and say something about trans people. Get online and say something about LGBTQ. Get online and 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 say something about you know cancer patients. <laughs> My wife is goofy. Get online and say something. He should have been slapped for Pootie Tang. <laughs> Absolutely. CB four. <laughs> we slapped them for the wrong. We slapped them for the wrong act. Uh, now here's what I here's what I want to talk I, about. I don't think they have joke sovereignty. Though. Right? Do you think they do? No, or no? no, I don't think they should. I only. I don't think they should. I think you know, just as a human being, some things ought to be. Well, here's the list. question. But my question, because Marla, Marla does agree that it should be a joke sovereignty. The question is, what happens when the joke's on you? And don't say, well, and, and, and Marla, you're, you're, you're proud, you know, uh, with your hair. And, you know, you've, you've done that and you, you rock it well. We love you. But let them hit that thing for you. That's not a joke. Right. It might not be this, but it could be that. Now, now let me just say. But go ahead. Man. Let, me, let me just say. I got a couple things to say. But first of all, when. I wasn't always this, this stature of a man my whole life. You know what I mean? I wasn't always this, this image that y'all see right now. He wasn't but, always a bishop. <laughs> but when I, when, I, when I was young, I, I, you know, because I'm black, I have a huge nose. And I mean, when I was younger, my face wasn't as big as it was. So, I mean, that was literally the joke about me all day, talked about my nose. And like Will teeth, and Jada, teeth. I literally went and I had somebody write nose in my hair. So they start calling me nose. Wait, somebody wrote nose. Yeah, they. I had you know they cut my hair and they cut. You know, we used to have letters. People cut letters in here back in the day. I was I was alive for that. <laughs> and I and I wrote no because I was like I'm tired of y'all joking about it. So now I'm just gonna call myself it. But here's what I really want to talk about about this. A lot of people have been talking about what what they wouldn't have done. I wish they would have cared. If it was me and they would have, you don't know what you would have done you in that moment. You don't. He he wouldn't have slapped the rock. You, yeah, man. Yeah. Stop that. You don't know. If this guy was as enraged as he was. You do irrational across things. The stage, you do irrational things. I mean. Absolutely. I mean, you. he might have he slapped Tyson. Might have slapped the chick. And he might not. He might not have made it off the stage if he slapped Mike. Might have got his ear bit off. <laughs> Speaking, you know, Mike was selling ear gummies or something. <laughs> no, I know he was. Yeah, he's selling ear, <laughs> ear, ear gummies. But yeah, I mean, so I'm mean, again, and I like, I I like some comedians that are very risque and, and all of that stuff. But the fact of the matter, and by the way, Chris, oh my, my, my wife just said I like that. Chris Rock. And, and and will again that that there are circumstances there are there are elements that might be between them if they're supposed to be friends but I'm not so sure if they are friends because some people are calling them friends that they're my friends but I feel like friends wouldn't joke about friends like that right personally that kind of joke and and Tiffany's point is great come on Lady Stanford free speech gives you the right to say anything but it doesn't give you the right to determine the consequences. There, there's going to be consequences. And, and, and that's what I want to turn the corner. That's what I want to turn the corner. Because we're describing this as an act of violence. And when I think of violence, I think of a gun, a knife, a beat down, you know, a curb stomp, 
I'm thinking of violence. I'm not saying that a slap is not a violent act, but I think it's in a different category and we're using these words. Then here's where I want to go. There is physical consequence to our actions. Mm -hmm. And thank you for saying that, Tiffany. And let's just be real about it. If it weren't for physical consequence to our actions, one human to another, most of our behavior would go unchecked. The only reason you don't push somebody out the way when you're in a rush at a grocery store is because of physical consequence. The only reason you just don't run up on folk you don't like in a bar is because of physical consequence. And what we're calling, you know, total violence is really just everything from whooping a child to knowing I better not go up against this dude or I better not say this. I better not cuss this person. There's plenty of people who would love to cuss somebody's wife out or somebody out. And they don't because they know they get whooped. And all of you who are watching at some point or another have threatened somebody with violence, which, by the way, is a crime within itself. If they say something to you, mess with your family, talk about a certain thing. You correct me if I'm wrong, but every last one of us as adults at some point or another have said, I wish they would touch my family or I wish they would talk to my daughter like that or I wish somebody would. And what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the, the consequence? I, it's going to be me and you. Right. It's going to be on site. Half of y'all do it in church. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that preacher do say that. And I'm saying we have used physical consequence our entire lives and let's stop pretending that it's just empty threats because every day a Will Smith incident happens somewhere. Well, I, I will say this. I will say this. I, and and I, when I do think of violence, I do not think of a slap. But when I think of a slap, I think of, that is humiliating. I think oh, I think that I think the slap. I think if he would have went up there and squared up with Chris, I think if we would have went up there, you know, just, you know, gave him a sucker punch, it, it would have been a different story. But to go up to lunge with a slap and to walk away. And Chris said it. He slapped the out of me. Yeah, uh, slap slaps are considered disrespectful. Yeah, it's, it's disrespectful. It, it, it was definitely disrespectful. So all I'm saying is yeah. he returned a verbal disrespect with a physical disrespect. Right. Slaps aren't considered acts of violence. They're right. not. We're this super sensitive, exaggerating world we live in of he headlines. The, uh, the the big word, the big fancy preacher word, be hyperbolic world we live in, where you add hyperbole to everything. Where I can't believe da 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 da. Uh, and and that's my problem. And I I read I forget which it was one of our pastor friends. Uh, who is it? Maybe Jeanette Hubbard. It was one of our female pastor friends from Youngstown trying to think who was she had just shared it was a pastor friend that i that we know had just shared a commentary and the person's commentary and i think this is where we need to turn the corner a little bit is the response and i believe the response as it piled up of course they're shocked but the talk of people being traumatized right the talk of people you know claiming that will has set black folk back yeah negro please I thought we were over stereotypes that <laughs> he's Tupac perpetuating. And, Tupac and Biggie ain't set us back. <laughs> that he's perpetuating the violent black man. No, he's a human being who responded poorly to a situation. He overreacted, happens. responded poorly. This whole I was traumatized. This is why kids don't act right in school. No, you don't raise your kids right. That's why they don't act right in school. If Come you on, mean sir. to tell me that Will Smith is the reason your children are getting uh, suspended every day from school when half of them don't even consider Will Smith a star. They ain't going to know Will Smith movies. 
They're watching YouTube stars open up boxes and toys and play with them. <laughs> the, so to sit here and pretend like fourth graders don't know how to act in school because they saw a slap on TV. I feel like it's been over the top. And I, I, one of the reasons I wanted to draw back from black people joining the course against Will Smith is because all that was going to do is give more fuel for white people who hate all of us to use the nuclear option against him. I'm not saying that I couldn't see the wrong in what he did, but I believe that when we pile on too much, then we're giving this nuclear. They should file charges. They should again. How many times have there been pushes, shoves, incidents between neighbors, people at a club, all that. Are we all just filing charges on each other now for everything? Absolutely. That's my problem. It's, I'm sorry. I keep in this mic. Is the overreaction and some of the language that we've allowed others to use, you know, and, and, and go ahead and ask them, what would it? Oh, man, I got to you, you go ahead with Janet's question about what because I saw this. He wouldn't have hit a white person. I, I just I, I, I don't think it's about white or black. I think he was going up there regardless of who it was. I don't care if it like like I said earlier, I don't care if it was uh, the rock. A lot of people have used the rock because he's built. Listen, anger don't care about how built you is. There it is. Thank anger you. don't care about if you're white, if you're black. You know, when, when, when those people come in and shoot the schools up, they ain't looking at who you they shooting. They shooting. Well, some of them are. Uh, well, but I'm just saying, anger. Bring me the black kids. <laughs> anger. I, I think at that point, uh, Will would have hit. Yeah, he hit anybody. There. I, probably anybody and, but a female. And yet, right. Anybody and but a to, female. And, he, and he, he's suffering the consequences already. What? I mean, truth, yeah. he already. I mean, he's he already, already have to deal with movie it. deals. Uh, you know, being all, and, and being having all the wrong kind of press, and he has gone out of his way. We remember, remember when Will, like MC Hammer, once tried to have an edgy, mm-hmm. a more edgy, uh, you know, persona, and all. It, it wasn't there, so he went back to the family friendly. You know, and then others found out that that's where it was at because people like Ice Cube was mm-hmm. doing family mo- road right. trip movies mm-hmm. on family vacation. But what I'm saying is, what I would say is, don't make it white or black. Make it circumstantial. If Bill Maher or Adam Sandler, and I won't say The Rock like muscles, I'll say white. Okay, Bill Burr, well, these other comedians that are known for saying risky stuff. If they had the same history of 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 picking at Will and Jada, right. If they had this, if they had told nasty Oscar jokes about them not making Oscar worthy materials and publicly making jokes about them, then I think that he would have responded the same way, whether it was a white comedian or a black comedian, if it had the same circumstances. Now, if it was a, a, a person who doesn't uh, know Will like that and he doesn't know where that joke's coming from, maybe he doesn't have the history, then he wouldn't because that white person doesn't have the relationship and didn't have the history with them. That's my take on the white black thing. I don't know. Uh, Tatum, uh, if Will has that much power to shift the entire progress uh, of a race of people, he must be the second. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I think black people need to stop saying that. Black people need to stop saying that any act sets us back. Uh-huh. Th- that's me. Uh, any act sets us back especially an isolated act. Will Smith is not known for walking around doing right, violent absolutely. things well, and flaunting it. Right, right. You know what I, I mean? I know uh, somebody had posted about the time that 
the guy kissed him on the red car. Reasonable, dude, brother. Dude, he should all he of should us. have knocked him out. His whole crew should have beat him down. <laughs> dude, I oh Lord, I, I'm mad right now. Kiss him about Kiss me on the mouth. Kiss him I'll on the fight mouth. Fight you in church over that. <laughs> he smacked that dude too. He smacked him. He smacked him. Will is a smacker. <laughs> Will is a smacker. Uh, Scott says, and I love this discussion, y'all. This is wonderful. I, I, we're not going to make it to ask a black pastor. Y'all better get some black pastor questions in here. Is it unreasonable to look at the situation that Will acted from a position that the consequence didn't matter because of who he was? Again, I don't think that was his thought in the moment. Right in the moment. And honestly, the pushback, Scott, is that celebrities more than ever, because of what Big Mike said earlier, cancel culture, people are eager to make sure that stars don't get off easy Mm -hmm. you know so there might be power and strings they can pull no doubt about it but i think we're in an age where anybody who's up especially with the massive platforms people have now there's just this eagerness even if it's just so that they can keep the story going the papers have more to report on more has to happen to will to feed the churn and feed the story and make people money well one thing i want to add to that is i am happy that he decided himself to separate or resign from resign the, from the I, I think he had to. I, think I mean, I, I, he was, he, it was probably going to happen anyway, but I think I like that he done it himself. And what I does mean, taking the Oscar back do? Do you think he should lose his Oscar? I want to hear some yeses or noes. Do you think he should lose his Oscar? Because people are saying he should, should ha- they should, Oscar, they should yeah. take, we all saw him win it. What? What you can't take that back. The, the brother I mean, walked up there, made a speech. I mean, I lost my I lost my marriage license. I'm still married. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, me and my wife still together. I still, you know what I mean? What is what you gonna do? You know what I mean? So what if it had been yay? I'm mad that Janet knows five years. <laughs> Did she say yay? It was Yeezy. It was well, I mean, we saw what happened when it was him. He did this. You know, he, he did this, but Ooh. but I'm uh, well, first of all, Ye is known for far. Kanye is known for far more dangerous, dis, you know, destructive, creepy, stalker, offensive behavior. Uh, I don't think he should lose the Oscar. He earned it. Now, that, that's like people saying Lawrence Taylor shouldn't shouldn't get, be in a Hall of Fame because mm-hmm. of all the crap he did. He, he won on the field, doggone right, it. Right, he, right, he still right. tackled everybody. And, and so was everybody else. He was just higher. Right, right, right. <laughs> he was just more high than the rest of them. <laughs> but I mean, I hate that, that, you know, they make Reggie Bush. Somebody's trying to get Reggie Bush's Heisman back. They want it on the field. You know, I wonder if he's going to do like OJ and go steal it back. <laughs> nah, he ain't OJ. Go steal the Because they feared OJ. OJ might have, have that knife. Go ahead, Big Mike. What did you guys think about Jada laughing after he smacked Chris? That's Rock. what a girl's supposed to do. Come on, man. When your man go fight, you you ate that's you ate that boy home. I mean, come on. I mean, that's what we hey. Hey, somebody said it is religiously incorrect. They had some good loving that night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, you can see the by the way they was turning up at the after party. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was Will went in that night. <laughs> he slapped he slapped mold in the face that he day. Mold in faces. <laughs> mold in faces. This is way better than Chris's face. <laughs> uh, but if they pull this Oscar, are we boycotting again? Let's just be clear. I'll be honest. Black boycotts don't work. 
Chris didn't boycott when they asked him the first time. And he and again, it goes back to he chose to joke about the black people who called for the boycott of the Oscars. So if we wouldn't if we wouldn't boycott over black people being left out of the Oscars, mm-hmm. we're not going to boycott over a black person losing, losing an Oscar. Oscar. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then, I mean, based upon even the comments tonight, we are half and half. So half the people actually agree with Chris and half the people actually agree with Will. So, I mean, a boycott wouldn't really, you know, if we're, we're not going to all be unified. It probably wouldn't work anyway. So, yeah, Tiffany's still boycotting the NFL. I'm not. Yeah, she sure she sure is. And it, it's just making me sick to my stomach. So she doesn't watch. We well, should be happy. Me, she's a Steelers fan. You should be happy. You it makes to, me sick to my. Talk about, she always talking about she would. Uh, what's I'm like Cap watching the NFL. (laughs) Speaking of Cap, speaking of Cap, just to break up the Will Smith stuff, Cap is at Michigan Stadium. It's probably going to be at Quimby Park next. (laughs) Trying to get on with with the Little Raiders. This guy going to be in Youngstown trying to get on with the Cheney Cowboys. I mean, bruh, I support you, but you are, uh, but, 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 but you're looking pathetic. You're begging for a job, man. At a, at a college stadium, what is that going to do? Who is saying, "Oh man, this cat threw a fifty-yard bomb at, at, a, at a"? Well, I mean, well, it's been like eight, nine years. Dude is like fifty-two years old now. <laughs> he got great go, grandkids. Bro, let it go. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh do need a quarterback, though. Pittsburgh but, uh, does need. We, we do need one. So, <laughs> if, if you have any more thoughts about the Chris Rock thing, so what's the end game here? Is there an end to this? I mean, we say we're. Well, we're done talking about it. We probably will joke about it. It'll become a part of the the end game is to watch out for Chris Rock, Will Smith, and Jada Pinkett on red table on the red table. Do you think they can bring Chris into it? Absolutely, absolutely. And I and I think Do Chris, think they can I bring think Chris, Chris the red and table? Will are both intelligent enough savvy enough, smart enough to sit down and do it and have numbers mm. that have mm. been greater mm. than they've ever seen before. I think they, they were smart. If they were, they, I think they, I mean, I, I definitely think they're both smart enough to do it. If they were smart. All right. So we're going to finish this up with uh team. Will team, Chris, put your comments. Are you team? Will or are you team? Chris, come on, put it in the comments, team, will or team, Chris. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and hit this last ad for Phillips Care Fitness. Uh, Phillips Care Fitness. Did I say that right? Phillips Care Fitness are the new owners of High Street Fitness and and Warren. Phillips Care Training. I didn't say it right. Phillips Care Training. uh, They're the proud new owners of uh, High Street Fitness in Cortland, Ohio. Get right for the summer. Get right for the springtime. Get your beach body ready, your bikini body ready. Mike Phillips will get you right. Look him up on Facebook. Phillips Care Training. This cat got his child, you know, bench pressing like 250 pounds, you know, and stuff like that. So check out the Phillips Care family of businesses, Phillips Care uh, Training. Check them out. You're going to enjoy it. We got no team. (laughs) Team will. Team will. Mark wants Oprah to mediate. <laughs> nah, we need we need Maya Angelou to come back from the dead on this one. <laughs> Pastor Bowie is Team Will. Mark Callion wants Oprah to step in, and uh, Scott is Team Chris. Uh, Elspeth is Team Chris. All right, I'm like, it's, it's, it's Will should have used the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Will should have used the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, or oh, somebody said he should have used the Men in Black phaser. <laughs> yes. Phaser thing to make you forget it happened. 
hilarious. Team Christian Will, the All Star version. <laughs> Marcus Team Jesus. <laughs> That's what we should cue the shout music. <laughs> Team Jesus. Oh my God. Jesus slap the devil. Hey, listen. Who is going? You know, people have already used the slap in their sermons. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Now I saw a, a post about do not preach about the slap this Sunday. And then the first person I have a sermon about the slap was Jamal Harris and Bryant. And somebody actually said, well, at least he'll make it interesting, which I'm sure he will because he's a wonderful wordsmith. Uh, but we all know Jesus is going to slap death on Easter. Absolutely. Come on, sir. Yes, we, sir. we all know. Yes, sir. Jesus is going to slap death. You might as well just get ready for it. Jesus walked up on the stage of the Oscars. Mm. Death was telling jokes wow. about his bald headed children. And Jesus slapped the grave, death and hell. And now he sits on the right hand of Jada. I mean, uh, an early, <laughs> early on the right hand of Jada. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're going to give the last 15 minutes or so, 10 to 15 minutes of Ask a Black Pastor. Listen, guys, this is your chance to ask a pastor, a black pastor. It doesn't have to be a black question. It doesn't have to be a black question. But they're often more entertaining. So ask a black pastor. We are black, whether you know it. We, we are black. We have black churches. It's not just the lights. It's not makeup. Uh, <laughs> we are we are black. We are predominantly black. And there is a special culture. There is a special way that African-Americans worship that people often want to ask questions. I've seen some Twitter feeds and some Facebook feeds like ask a black person any question. Mm -hmm. And some of them are just the most hilarious questions in, in the world. Uh, so we want you to type your questions in, tag somebody, share this. We got great numbers tonight. Share, tag. If this is entertaining, hit the likes, hit the hearts, hit the hit the laugh emojis. Let us know. Somebody gave us the angry emoji. I hope that was about, you know, Will or Chris and not us, you know, but it might have been your your COVID crack joke <laughs> that you told earlier. That very well could be it. So so if you have a. Jada didn't have him mauled by a bear. <laughs> hey, I made the comment that and somebody else put the meme up that Elijah beat up somebody who picked on him for being bald headed. And the kids, mm -hmm. uh, well, he didn't beat them up. He he a bear came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and mauled the kids that talked about Elijah. And then I talked about when people said violence is never the answer. OK, Here when people go. say that physical retribution, physical activity. I don't like to call it the word violence, but when people say it's never the answer, it's never appropriate. I put up that picture of Jesus turning over the tables and he made a whip. He made a whip and attacked them with it. Is this not the word of the Lord? This is the word of the Lord. He made a whip and attacked the money changers with it. And watch you can't this. Deny it. And the next verse it says, "And many came. And many came. Many and many came. After he got done beating folk, uh, maybe listen, I ought to try that. Listen, <laughs> I might need to stop a deacon. <laughs> All right, we got a question. Uh, angry emojis push the algorithm. You know what? You're probably right, Scott. Ah. You know what? Y'all go ahead and put some more angry yeah, emojis. <laughs> I want a bunch of angry emojis right now. You know what? That's right. Because they said Facebook tunes things to where there's debate and anger. Mm. Me and Mark were talking about that. Like okay. That. Dear Black Pastor, what are black misconceptions about heaven? Oh, that's a good one. All right. I'll go first. <laughs> he got his wings. Oh. 
fly high. My uncle got his wings today. They're looking down on you. They're looking. <laughs> now that's universal. It is. It is universal. It's universal. It's definitely. They're turning up in heaven right now. <laughs> Do heaven got a ghetto? Heaven got a ghetto. <laughs> uh, they're rooting for me right now. I had a comedian. It's one of those craftsman comedians that says he hates when people say, my mother died. But I felt her cheering me on at the football game. Mm. And she was like, leave your mother alone. She's been cheering you on your whole life. She went to heaven to get away from you. She went to, <laughs> she went to heaven to escape you. <laughs> Let her rest. You really think that somebody's in heaven like, oh, yo, I need to go back to high school football game right quick. <laughs> <laughs> to check on my Check boy. on my nephew. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely the fly high stuff that they're an angel now. Uh, God needed another. Uh, God needed another rose for his garden. So he just destroyed yours. <laughs> so he just totally destroyed your life. <laughs> he just totally crushed your entire spirit because he wanted another flower. Okay, <laughs> Tiffany, what's wrong with your wife? Maybe they ask for forgiveness on their deathbed. You don't know. You don't know who got in the <laughs> <laughs> that's that is the that everybody went to heaven everybody's going to heaven because they i was there when they were baptized or I, they, we grew up in church or we Listen, went to sunday school we went to sunday school i know they know the lord i had a debate with a guy at work very religious guy i mean literally for almost a week about did his dog go to heaven citizen <laughs> Well, Shamika thinks the dog dogs go to heaven because she saw the movie. She argued with me about it. All dog, but she, but hers is based off the movie. Right, right. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever, man. Uh, send us another question because we got to get off of this. Uh, Pastor Tatum, heavenly birthdays. Um, Happy, heavenly. Now, I use the term. Okay, here's what I'll say. Okay, I think <laughs> that there should be a three-year limit on happy heavenly birthdays. Stop, stop, stop now because people about to get mad. I We're think there should be a three-year limit. Uh-uh, get, uh-uh. Put some angry emojis if you disagree. There should be a three-year limit because what I'm saying is, okay, maybe I get it. I get it. You miss them in his happy heavenly birthday. There are no birthdays in heaven. Time is no more. Da, 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 da. And I'm not trying to be technical, but here's where it, it, it grinds my gears. When they're like, <laughs> happy heavenly birthday, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> If he was alive today, he would have been 200 years. No, no, he wouldn't. He would have been no years old because he would have been dead. Dead and gone. I mean, that that's where it gets bad. Like, I'm not saying I don't remember. I'm not saying I hate the phrase. I'm just saying after a while, we were like, Marcus Garvey would have been 123 today. No, 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 he wouldn't. And I mean, he would have been dead for 40 you years. feel bad for people, especially when they post it and you like you. Now, what I won't do is get on there and like correct them because somebody did that. They they were somebody was like, "Happy heavenly birthday!" Like, there's no such thing as heavenly birthdays. I'm like, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> and they was they were being super saved Christians, but yeah, that 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 they have birthday parties in heaven and uh, and all that stuff. All right, come on, get, bring us some more black black pastor questions. Uh, that was a good one, Mark. Uh, that was a good one. Do you have a question for us? Do you have a question about us? A question for us? You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't make us slap each other to get some ratings. Absolutely. I mean, we'll, we'll do what we have to do. Uh, what do you feel about 
rip. Are we not supposed to be tossing crowns and worshiping? Okay, that's a good question. So what do you feel about rest in peace? Well, first of all, let's go back to Tiffany's comment that everybody's not resting in peace, (laughs) first of all. But I don't think that there is a contradiction between resting in God and worshiping in heaven forever. Because to me, that is rest. It's not effort. One and the same. I think that we think of worship as being an activity of effort and energy that tires you out. And and it's something you have to do and get up and go to. Yeah, in this life. But if you are a glorified being, you are in a place where there's nothing else to do but worship. Worship and rest. And, you know, the idea of rest is not just sitting on like a heavenly lazy boy, Uh you know. So I think the worship is the the rest. That's me. Absolutely. I, you know. I totally agree. I haven't. I, I would just say also, to, you know, I think a lot of people have used that rip for, you know, as my wife said, mm. a lot of people are not resting in peace. It's just yeah. just a reality. You know, I I, I know I think it was uh, <laughs> resting in hell. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it makes oh, people yeah, feel does. better. But I remember one one pastor. I can't even remember who he who, what he, I, I can't think of his name, but he said he said. He said, these people ain't never wanted to come to church, ain't there never been church, didn't like church. Now y'all just going to roll up in here and make them have a church funeral. Y'all are Let's taking, be clear. He said, y'all are taking advantage of a dead man. Oh, that's a good one. And, 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 and we're not just and, and to be clear, we're not talking about church. We're talking about their belief in Christ. Right, right. right you know, right. I, I understand exactly what he means. But some people say, well, it's not about church. No, they were literally saying Jesus isn't real. Right. And I've watched people do that. Who I, I had a family member who was of a spiritual nature, but she did respect and call back to her Christian heritage. But there are some people who are literally like, this is fake. This is phony. I don't believe in any of it. Da, 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 da. And because of our convictions, mm-hmm. we're dragging them in, like you said, to make ourselves feel better. And, and maybe that's why funerals themselves, why it can be and should be in a case, a celebration of one's victory and entry to heaven as we believe it. Maybe funerals don't have to be about that and just be a memorial of the person right? and right, not the re- right. we turn the corner into it being a constant. Everybody going to go this way. You better be ready. Jesus could come back. Altar call at funerals. Everybody's crying and carrying on. And I- I'll be honest. And I mean, no disrespect. But if as many people as you claim got saved at your funerals that you've done, because I remember one time we took a list of like 27 names at one funeral I, I-, I did. And we even took names and sent them letters. It was like, this number is no longer in service. <laughs> We're all addressed. All right. Which goes to, which goes to Marvelous. Go ahead. You know, can Christians go to hell? And I mean. And why don't people think there's a hell? Oh, yeah. Why don't can people? You go, I mean. Uh, I mean, uh, here, here's the thing. Christian? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people get it confused because a lot of people, especially at these funerals, they come up based upon emotionalism. Not actually for salvation. Their cousin just died. Their friend just died. You've preached a wonderful ser- ser- service or whatever. We've preached a wonderful service. And they come up based upon emotionalism. They never decided to take any true transformation. The Bible says, and I'm, we ain't trying to be all preachy, but the Bible says, I am the father. I'm the vineyard. My father is a husband, man. Any branch that does not bear fruit, what does he do? He prunes it or he cuts it off. Right. There are some people connected to us but not working with us. Everybody on your team, everybody wearing your colors aren't on your team. So. Well, I, I take issue with the, not the issue with you, Marla, but 
a Christian is a Christian. And a Christian is a person who believes in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ right. and has accepted him as their Lord and Savior. And they are automatically going to heaven based on that. That. Uh, well, if, if it's, yeah. Based on that. But if an individual is simply connected to church or learned about God or has lived according to some what we call Christian principle. Okay, so here's the question, though. I mean, because a lot of people come up and because they come up to the altar, they we automatically say, okay, or they say they've accepted. And we say you're saved right now. Right. You're saved right now. And then that goes into, are you always saved forever? Once saved, always saved. Let's just argue about that for another hour. (laughs) Uh, Can Christians go to hell? I think that if Christians, if a Christian goes to hell, they were never truly a Christian in the first place. Hell is going to be full of saints, K1 said. (laughs) And I think you're right. And again, that definition of saints is going to be people who did church really good. Right. That's right. People who did church really good. Mm -hmm. Uh. Scott, I'm not exactly sure what your question meant. If you could just rephrase it a little bit. Was a prodigal son ever not a son? No, this, my short answer would be no. I get what you're going with it. No, he was always a son. And I see he's answering that. Right, if right. you're prodigal, you're still a child of God. Right, you're still right, a son. Right, right. But the Bible also says in John, uh, first John, I think something, first John two, I think there are those who were with us who left us because they were never really with us. Mm-hmm. And so, that is a heart thing, and it is true to an extent that you just don't know anybody else's true heart right, intent. Right. And there are going to be, maybe for real, K1, some people that we were just convinced. Be. And here's the thing. We won't know it. I don't believe, I don't, I'm not sure we'll even know it. Like, I'm in heaven, and I know people use the scripture about the rich man and Lazarus, right. but that's kind of a different context. Abraham's bosom, paradise, whatever, Sheol. Uh, again, we're getting technical now. But this whole idea that I'm going to be in heaven when we looking down at people in hell and laughing and stuff. I mean, what am I, I mean I'm sure I but I, I like that. I like Mark's question. I'm, that's what I'm laughing right now. Come on, Mark. <laughs> this, this. What type of white person is a good fit for black church membership? The white comedian. Whatever that, that white comedian. What's that? What's that white comedian name? The city went to a black church. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gary Owens. I want him at my church. That is one of the funniest ones. I want Gary Owens at my church. Here's what I would say. Uh, A white person that is willing to live in the reality that black people live in every day and willing to be a minority and willing to embrace the fact that you're a part of a culture that's not your own. There will be Mm -hmm. jokes you don't get, positions you don't uh, agree with. Uh, And African-Americans do it all the time. Absolutely. All the time. Uh. Apostolic churches are so strict. None of us are going to heaven. <laughs> hey, there's some preachers like that, man. They they got their members convinced they're not going to heaven at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's only going to be 44,000 of us up what's there. Your, right, it's so. only 44. So what's the what's your white person answer? I said Gary Owens. Gary no, Owens? I mean, seriously, like you said, it's somebody who... Um, people with rhythm? People with <laughs> No, I mean, seriously, it's people who are willing to understand our issues and the fact, you know, that, you know, what we go through is real. And it's going to come out. It's going to be spoken and, and about. You're, and you're going to have to, you know, we're going to we're, we're we are black pastors at black church, at majority black church. We're going to talk about black issues. We ain't got nowhere else to talk about. We're going to talk about marching. We're going to talk about. Cheryl Brady's of the world. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> not Paula White though. No. Oh, thank you, Scott. The Tithers. Thank you. You answered for me, Doc. Yes. The yes. Tithers. <laughs> Bring me all the white ties into the storehouse. Scott, you said it best Scott, answer. Yes. You said it. That that is that is the end of the show. <laughs> all you white tithers out there, 
white people who aren't in a hurry to go home. Hey, I'm in church, you know, and I'm preaching and my son is, you know, he's get preaching with me and everything. You know, I went down to do communion next thing now. They gone. <laughs> they, they <laughs> I said she left. I had some white people get up and leave on us because we went too long. Oh my gosh. They were like, wife, this is enough shouting. But my wife left on me. I said, the she wife. left. Well, your wife is kind of white too. She, so. she is white. She <laughs> is white. That was a good one. Okay, we'll take one more question before we go. And it'll be a, it'll be a quick one, a rapid fire. Ask a black pastor one more fresh question. We're not talking about white people have been in memberships. We're not talking about heaven anymore. And K1, everybody's going to hell because they're apostolic. Mike, you got a question? Uh, he, 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 I think K1 I, I has been through some things. Uh, give us one more question. One more ask a black pastor question. And we're going to get out of here. Uh, we got to do this more often. You know, the, the funny pastor. thing is, this was what we do- talked about last year, the same week. Right. What's your color suit for Easter? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I want to talk a little bit about that. I was thinking on the way here, and I know where Tatum's heart is at, but the whole crazy Easter suit joke is pretty much played just because there are always going to be old players and old cats. But it's not like the thing anymore. Nobody's there anymore. Really. The big hats, the... It's funny to watch people, and I saw when I didn't respond to because they wanted a response. I think they wanted a response from me. Uh... But they were going on and on about, honestly, they were like 25-year-old jokes. Right. You know, big hats. I'm like, seriously, outside of a few convocations and conferences and certain, you know, a a subset of churches, people are not really on that tip anymore. And you must be really, really, really out the loop or just really obsessed with keeping the same old tired joke, you know, and stereotype going. But Color Easter Suit, to answer your question, is hot pink. (laughs) just just to tell you it's gonna be hot pink with 17 buttons Uh, that's what it's gonna does it really matter i like this uh, no no it doesn't matter of fact uh if if you got kids there i don't care what they wear your church got kids you just ought to be happy you're winning you're winning if you have kids at church church, but i will say if your kids care what they wear absolutely because mine do Mm. mine are in the phase right now where they want to suit up like i did when i was a kid and Ethan will ball his eyes out if he can't wear a suit to church. See, the problem was with me when I was with you, you I made Christian wear suits you did. through his and younger he was, he was through. He is like through. He don't want to wear a dress. He don't all he wants is jo- he only want to wear jeans. I he got every jogging color suit in a world. That's all Just he calling Jesus joggers. Jesus joggers. That's right. Make him make him wear a jogger, say Jesus on the side. All right, y'all. It's been a great night. Uh, we've had some great questions, some great discussions. Uh, don't slap anybody. Please don't. But don't pile on Will either. He's a man. And let me let me let me let me advise you. Go ahead. Let me advise Jeff. you. Give the altar call. That if you are angry at what I said or what any pastor said, and you are you don't like what they said, it would be it would behoove you. Behoove you. Not to walk up into the pulpit. Do not it. to walk up in his pulpit. Don't do because it. Because he got he got uh deacon. Deacon, uh, he got ticket. <laughs> um, and everybody I'm not, in that church ain't going to heaven. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and if you walk up in my pulpit, I, I'm not the deacons ain't gonna have to worry about it. He's, got, he's gonna handle it's, it. It's just gonna. Jeff from the yo is gonna you handle know, you. You know these hands ain't just for land. You know so uh, he'll call Sterling for you. 
<laughs> He'd be like, I got a body. <laughs> Where at in my church? Is that a we just going to have a service right now. <laughs> bring a casket right now. I'm going to knock you out and say ashes to ashes. ashes dust to earth dust. to earth, dust to dust. I love it. I love it. You heard it here first, folks. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done it yet, I want you to like Religiously Incorrect on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and especially on YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you hit the alert. It's a little bell or the alert button at the top of the page. That means you'll get a notification. <laughs> you ain't saved. You're right about it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Make sure you do that. Make sure you hit the hearts, the likes, the angry faces, whatever. Get us more likes and share it and join us for Sunday night service. Now watch our schedule because it's the Easter season. Nice. So we'll be posting up when we'll be doing shows and we are going to take some breaks in here. I know you're going to miss us. I know it's tragic, but this is your chance to go back through the religiously incorrect uh, archives because we got some good <laughs> we ones. Got some good one. We got some good ones. And some of you just discovered us and we need you to go back. And again, if you're offended, the name of this show is religiously incorrect. So follow us. If you want to be a sponsor, email religiously incorrect podcast at gmail.com. That's religiously incorrect podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a meme of the week, email us at religiously incorrect podcast at gmail.com. And let's keep building this audience, keep building our viewers, keep sending in the questions. If you got subjects you want us to touch on, we haven't Talk asked to, that yet. Yeah. If we have subjects you want us to hit that we haven't hit yet, maybe we have. And we need to come back to it. I want to make sure you guys come in. But until next time, thank you for joining Sunday night service. It's been a pleasure. Pastor Jeff, you want to say anything? We love y'all. Thank you. We're waiting for our outro and I don't think it's coming. We're just going to no, sit here and just, just going to sit and talk. Peace. Y'all. Peace.